Oh, it's so funny. I have to share with you. I have to share with you. I went into somebody else's podcast. Now I can hear some papers flipping. I don't know whose microphone is open, but that's okay. I'll keep my focus. So I, I, I went into another person's podcast, Marie-Pierre. That's me. That's me. Welcome, everyone. The, the, the mission in life is not to be perfect, is to understand that it's going to take 10,000 hours before being very, very good at something. So, Melanie, I can hear your papers shuffling in my phone, okay, on the, on the pod beam. <laughs> there we go. You see? Thank you, Mel. Like this, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I love it. Um, so th this is what we need to remember. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. We don't want to be perfect. We just want to, to gain enough um, time, practice. And as we get older, we get better at everything we do, provided that we do everything we do with passion right now. So once again, for those that were there last week, I wasn't, but I was still there, which was chapter six. Have I included the people I need to realize my dreams? So last night, let me tell you a story. We have our Tupperware guest event in English. And my dear friend, Melanie Fontaine, her brain was crystallized in guest events, you know, guest events being at eight. And I understand how that mistake was, um, was made because our weekly rallies are at seven, but our guest events were, were at eight for those that remember. But the beauty is nothing happens for nothing because she wasn't there. I had to turn around and say, Mel, would you be okay, Melody Miller, would you be okay by doing the turn of the kitchen, right? Now, everyone here saw that this was happening live, like this is the real deal. Melanie Fontaine is not there. Maria's screening with Monique trying to figure out where is everybody. And Melanie Miller, like a true Girl Scout, says, I'll do it. And, thi and this is is what is so important, integrity, integrity. And I was saying this morning, just before we opened up the podcast, I'm not sure I would have risked that with many of my directors. But I know that every single one in my A-team and in my inner circle, I would have no problem throwing them the ball and I would be absolutely sure they would catch it. Like I'm trying to think of how many of my director's refrigerators right now, not all the fruits and vegetables are in Tupperware because of that, that habit, that habit that is killing their dreams. Oh, I'll do it later. Let me just put the salad like this for now. And later I will put it into the fridge smart. See, the way I do anything is the way I do everything. So that means every other aspect of my life, there is this behavior of, in the meantime, let me just do this. And then I turn around and I bet you, Melanie Miller, if I was able to have an invisible camera in our director's home, we would understand why some work just as hard, but don't have the same results. The integrity between what we say and what we do. So my mom had this sentence that always hit home. She always said, be very careful, Maria, what you say, because if it's not true, who you really are will always speak louder than what you're saying. So what is success? Success is having integrity between what I say and what I do. Hang on a second. In everything. 
Okay. I'm not nice to you guys because I'm doing a podcast. If I go to Costco, I am the same person. If I am with my sister, I am the same person. If I am with my husband, I am the same person. It's integrity between what I say and what I do. And that is the question you need to ask yourself, because if you are not a person of integrity between what I, what you say and what you do, you will not attract the right people. So I'm going to take something straight out of the book that was covered last week, but I really believe we need to, repetition brings conviction. So according to Pastor Chris, this is what he said. And if I were to have written it myself, I would have written it exactly the same way. A dream is a compelling vision you see in your heart that's too big to accomplish without the help of others. I have found that to be a, to be true in my life. I cannot have accomplished what I have accomplished so far without Mohammed, without my director team, without my family. I could not have fulfilled any of my dreams without others and the help of God. And if I were to list all the people that had a huge impact in my life, there'd be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I mean, there's one particular one I want to underline when it came to my business, Micheline Richelieu, who was the first one to buy into the dream and to be the number one diamond director in North America. She was alongside for me for a while. But if we are where we are today, it's all about these people. Now, the reason I have the right people in my life, I'll tell you why. Because of my integrity, because of what I say and what I do. You see, you're going to have other people in the exact same shoes as mine. And I'll give you another story here. When I became a young business leader with my husband, Mohammed, in 1989, that year, we went to a business leader conference. And to save money, because we didn't have the money we had today, of course, we stayed at another business leader's home which I always put them on a pedestal simply because they were selling more than me. Only to find out when I went to her home, there was zero integrity. Here she is selling a product and everything in her refrigerator was not in Tupperware. In fact, she had her fridge smarts at the bottom of the cupboard with lids in them. And what to say of the pantry and everything else I saw with my eyes and, and the pre-made um, vinaigrettes and like everything we preach, none of it as a business leader. And I knew then that she wouldn't last and she didn't. And she never achieved financial freedom because, uh, you know, if you didn't listen to the podcast with Richard from South Africa, go listen to it. He said something very powerful in the podcast. They're con artists. I had never thought of using the word con artist. When somebody says something and doesn't do it, they are con artists. I know it's a harsh word, but I love Richard for having mentioned it because he's absolutely right. And what happens with con artists is you can't tell they're con artists, but somehow you're not really trusting them. Do you guys get me what I'm saying? And if somebody were to say to me, what is it, Maria, with this director that doesn't jive with you? I have no clue. I could not put it into words, but it just doesn't feel right. And that's that doesn't feel right. If we go back to the example of this business leader that never made it to financial freedom, 
that was not clear on her vision and definitely had no integrity between what she was saying and what she was doing. So definitely, Richard, you're right, con artist. Was a big revelation. Now I understood that feeling that she, beautiful person presented herself well, charismatic. She knew how to talk. Her name was, 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 is still Owen. Like everything was just immaculate. But unfortunately, the integrity wasn't there. So later I learned she's divorced. Later I learned children are not talking. Well, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I ask you, I ask you, analyze yourself between what you're saying and what are you really doing not to me you have nobody to report to other than yourself and then ask yourself seriously why am i still where i am while hundreds if not thousands have gone so much further than me because the answer lies deep within your own heart deep within your own soul. So today, I really need you guys to share that this podcast. And I want you to write down, have I included the people I need to realize my dreams? I'm telling you, it's going to be a powerful podcast. Okay, even if they listen to it on hashtag replay, how many would you love for them to hear just the opening of this podcast? Like seriously. And once again, Lise, you're here. I can see you. Matthew, and everybody else that you take the time to say thank you and welcome to the new members of the podcast on Podbeam. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. Now you understand why I am so grateful for you guys. The podcast of today is you understanding why we can't grow this podcast because I know without you, it can't be done. And now we have a new addition to the team who is Jacqueline Stockley, who sends me full of information. And then... Lord and behold, here we find a platform for her that she loves doing, which is researching leadership development. And she's posting incredible amounts of incredible knowledge in English and in French on the group Inspirational the Diamonds. This is a platform you need to invite your team if you're on a multi-level marketing team because you cannot help your people grow to the next level if they are not growing personally. Okay, they need to hear. They need to have integrity between what they say and what they do. If you tell them this, oh, what a B-I-T-C-H. There she goes again. Is it okay to spell it? Yeah, it's better, okay? Okay, whereas if they hear it through the words of another podcaster, like I heard it through the words of Richard, con artist, all of a sudden it resonates with me. And that's what you want happening. So with no further ado, we know that we need to use the word, the acronym DREAM TEAM. We're not going to revise it. It was there last week. Uh, and remember, there's people that will inspire you. There's people that have the capacity to be honest with you and you're able to accept it. I don't like people being honest with me when they're attacking me. Yesterday, I had a, something that happened. Somebody was totally honest with me. But the problem was the honesty came as an attack. So it wasn't being honest. It was being... Um, it was not being nice. So yes, Melanie, you can tell me anything you want about something I'm doing wrong. But if you're telling me to put me down and step on me, 
I will not accept it. Does that make sense? There's a difference. I, I'm not a punching bag. So do not use me as a punching bag. So be honest with me. And they must have skills that complete you. People that surround me complete me. So today, Dr. Melanie Miller will share the importance to that to recruit the proper team, you must have the right vision and the integrity. Let me repeat the integrity between what you say and what you do. And Marie-Pierre will conclude steps one, two, and three, which is you need to have the logical way to transmit your vision, the emotional, and what's in it for them. So take it away, Melanie Miller. Okay, thank you very much, Maria. So how can you explain your dream to others so that they will see it as clearly as you do? Or maybe you don't see it clearly enough to explain it. To recruit others to be part of your team, you must have clarity for yourself and for others. John Ruskin once said, the greatest thing a human soul ever does in this world is to see something and tell what it saw in a plain way. Hundreds of people can talk for one who can think, but thousands can think for one who can see. To see clearly is poetry, prophecy, and religion all in one. Not only is it important to be able to communicate your dream, but, all, but also to do it with credibility and conviction. Vision casting can be done by good communicators. Dream casting can only be done by people who live and breathe their dream. You can only convince others if you are convinced yourself. I remember when I was at my first ever, one of my first ever meetings as a regional director, and I heard someone speak, and she spoke about Tupperware and helping the environment. She touched something within me that I knew was valuable. That message grew in me until I developed my own vision. Unfortunately, that same person, I never hear her mention it anymore. And where I may have developed my vision and developed my dream, maybe there was no integrity with hers. I don't know. But how can you transfer your dream and do it with power? Maxwell agreed. Oh, sorry. So the will, there's an ancient Chinese saying, and it says, the will is like a cart being pulled by two horses, the mind and the emotions. Both horses need to be moving in the same direction to pull the cart forward. And Maxwell agrees with this. And he said, there's a third one though, you need visualization. To communicate a dream effectively, you need to do it logically, emotionally, and, and with vision. So let's look at logic. People will not buy into something they don't believe. The first, bit, first step of this is credibility. Communicate with a realistic understanding of today. What are the facts? At Les Diamants, we have a dream that we can give back control to people in their kitchens. We can show that they don't have control by how many people eat out, take out meals, spending more money than they have, 
um, waiting in lines to purchase, eating food filled with fat, salt and sugar, and creating extra waste from cartons and takeout containers. Conversely, we can show that saving time, money, eating and, meeting, and eating more healthily will bring, and with a solution to pollution, will bring um, a changes to their life. Further to this, there has to be a sound strategy to show those things. We have strategies. We do lives, we do demonstrations. We have GPS evenings like we did last night. We have um, situations where we compare prices. People need to see your dream to believe your dream. So on an emotional front, people need to connect with the dream you show them. So give them something they connect with. And there's a really cute story in here about um, a calf. And hang on, I just need, okay. So Ralph Waldo Emerson and his son struggled and strained trying to wrestle a young calf into their barn. Drenched with sweat and at the end of their rope, they were ready to give up when an Irish servant girl came by. She walked over to the calf, stuck her finger into the animal's mouth, and the calf, associating the sensation with her mother, peacefully followed the girl into the barn. People are not that different to the calf. They need to be led. They need to know what it is they're following. And they need to feel the benefit. At our MLM, we aim to convert people or to reach people every day, showing them the benefits to them. Money talks. We show them how much time they can save and everybody needs more time. However, people need to know what does it mean to you? They will often follow a dreamer before they follow the dream. Do you feel the dream? Be patient. It is said by experts that people need to hear your message at least seven times before they are really listening. And the time they, they take will depend on the type of person they are. 10% are pioneers, 70% are settlers, and 20% are antagonists. Your goal, reach the pioneers and the settlers will follow and try to avoid the antagonists. Most of us are looking for a calling, not a job. Jobs are not big enough. Dreams are big enough. Can you make people see the benefits of your dream? And to do a visual transfer, you, you have to show them the dream visuals. And Tolstoy said, we should show life neither as it is, nor as it ought to be, but only as we see it in our dreams. People don't really want to dream, they want the results of a dream. We can live our dream, practice integrity, achieve a degree of success, make people see what our dream has done for us so they can want it too. As people buy into the dream, actually they will add to the dream. You know that your dream is working when people are actually following you. They are following the dream and they enhance the dream. 
at Les Diamants, when we first introduced our mission statement, it was, we, would, we want to help people save time, save money, and eat more healthily. But after a while, that dream developed and people added to it. And now we have our addition and be a solution to pollution. The more people buy in, the more they want to be part of it. Now you have a team that is working on a dream. John Maxwell reminds us that the accomplishment of a dream is much easier with the ownership by a team. And now I'm going to pass over to Marie-Pierre, who's going to give you some practical advice. Thank you, Marie. Yes, because have you ever been part of a team that doesn't seem to get anything accomplished? Or where the team may work and work and work and nothing actually gets done. So if so, you've probably been on a team that lacked vision. Because yes, the vision works like a runner on a ship. So without it, the ship may travel a distance, but not necessarily in the right direction. So with it, the ship will reach the destination by the shortest route possible. So with vision, the team has energy and the team members will feel like they are doing something of value. So if you're the leader of the team, how do you impart vision to your people? You transfer the vision emotionally, logically, just like Melanie said. So the two are really important. The logical transference is important to a vision and the emotional transference is important to the vision. Because for a lot of leaders, the weakness is that Yes, they will be able to transfer the vision. Some will be very logical in their vision casting, but do not have the emotion, which is the fuel that carries the vision. And for others, there are some that uh, will be very emotional in casting their vision, but they will lack the logic to sustain it. So really, it's both that we need to understand. So what is it that we really need to logically transfer a vision in six points for the logical uh, transfer vision. So number one, like Melanie said, a realistic, realistic understanding of the situation today. Because if you're trying to cast a vision, if you are not realistic today, people know that you have no reality about tomorrow. So a mistake that many leaders will do is that they will cast a vision of tomorrow because they aren't doing well today. So vision for some people is a cover-up. So it's a cover-up for, uh, for not what you've accomplished today and not what you've dealt with in the issues of today. So the realism of today has to be part of the vision casting tomorrow because if it's not, people will say, if they don't understand and aren't realistic about where we are right now, how can we ever be realistic about where we are, we want to go. Number two is an experienced team. So how familiar are the team members with the specific problem? So the more they will deal with, uh, with similar situation, the more confident they will be in their ability to tackle this challenge. So make it your goal to show them how their previous experience has prepared them. Number three, the sound strategy. So yes, do you have your game plan that uh, you can articulate it clearly and sustainably? So team members need to know where they're going before they can fully accept the responsibility for getting there. So the step-by-step -step process on how to get there. Number four is acceptance of the resp responsibility by the leaders. So do you embrace your, embrace your role in achieving the vision? Are you willing to be held accountable? 
So people need to know that you will do your part. The success of a vision almost always is based upon the buy-in of the leader who are willing to put their name by the bottom line number, whatever is it, it is. So yes, don't cast the vision until your leaders are ready to put their name at the bottom line and sign it right there. Number five is celebrate each victory. So a big vision is filled with many small goals. So celebrating victories is in those areas help team members track their progress and find the motivation to continue on the journey. And number six is evaluation of each defeat. So when the team miss a goal, it's important to acknowledge that and communicate how the team can do better moving forward. So and what we did wrong and what we did not accomplish, what we need to do, obviously you need to just say that it's interesting to learn more about it so that is the sixth point for the logical vision after that we have the emotional transfer <laughs> so what is it that we need to emotionally transfer vision in five points number one it's credibility so the most important essence of emotionally transferring a vision is integrity and credibility to the person that is casting the vision uh, life to the life so the team knows that that individual will walk the walk and talk the talk so people buy into the leader before they buy into the vision so your people need to know that you can be trusted number two is passion so passion have you ever heard anybody try to cast a vision but you weren't sure they believe in it so they weren't they were trying to pass it by you but they weren't passionate about it themselves. So team member will not be excited about a vision that the leader doesn't care about. So they need to see and feel your passion before they embrace it. Number three is relationship. So how well do your teammates know you? How well do you know them? So the closer we are as a team, the quicker the buy-in. So people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Number four is timing. So for a vision to connect, its timing needs to be the timing it needs to be right. So the right decision at the wrong time is still the wrong decision. There's a right time to cast the vision, and there's a wrong time. So a good vision with the wrong time will fail, not because it wasn't a good vision, but because we didn't understand the timing. And number five is felt need. So this is re relatively easy because we all need to be part of something bigger than ourselves. Revealing how your vision meets the need can lead to emotional buy-in. So something that uh, you can <laughs> learn from it uh, everywhere. That is um, a quote that most of us are looking for a calling and not a job. So most of us, uh, we will be in the line worker, have jobs that are too small for our spirit. So job too small for our spirit. So jobs are not big enough for people. So we want to buy in something bigger. So to emotionally transfer the vision, you need the proper timing, but to logically transfer it, you just need time. And after that, yes, you need that vision uh, visually. So to make sure that, yes, they will connect it. Uh, you, yes, their storytelling that will get much more knowledge than just fact, but the best representation of a vision occur when the leader embodies it. So like Maria, just told us yesterday, Melanie really embodied the vision. So we can see it, we can 
feel it. And yes, we understand so much more that vision when we have adapted. So it really helps to um, buy in emotionally and logically if you have uh, all those points. So yes, that's a that's a document that will be dropped on the group Eliminiana Desema Inspirational Group. So you can print it if you want, like Maria, or keep it in your computer if you're like me. There's uh, two ways to, <laughs> but make sure to file those uh, uh, information that you learned so you can go back to them. And yes, you can after that transfer that the new information that you have to somebody else. So thank you for this morning, everyone. Tomorrow we'll continue with the, this chapter and we'll see exactly how to build this dream team, who we have already and who we need to have in our team. So have a beautiful day and we'll see you tomorrow.